0: Cast is a show for adults that means if you are under the age of 18 you need to quit listening right now and that means right freaking now otherwise we're gonna call
1: your mother all right so we're back
0: yay yay
1: because we missed a week sorry about that
0: Mistake take two
1: yeah uh that is trebles yep i didn't say hi trebles hi i'm neef hi <laughs> <laughs> and we are tie the Not cast uh it took a week off last week because i had to be out of town on business and so sorry about that uh we will make up for it by doing uh, a show this you know releasing tonight we're, we're gonna record it now i'm gonna edit it tonight and we're gonna we're gonna release it tonight and then we're gonna do another one Think you're gonna
0: actually be able to sleep tonight
1: oh yeah, yeah, I got this. Not a problem. It's only, it's like 11 o'clock, I'm good.
0: No, you're you're jumpy.
1: Oh yeah. You're excited. I'm. Actually, that's probably a really good idea for me to edit this tonight then, because yeah. So we're gonna go look at a house tomorrow and if everything works out the way that we think that it is, we are probably actually gonna make an offer on it tomorrow. So yeah, I'm really, really hyped up about this. Um, and and I told Trebles earlier that I'm probably not going to sleep very well tonight. Yeah. Because uh, we've we've been together for seven years and we've rented like the whole time. And yeah, we've never owned yeah. a house. And, and so now it kind of like it feels like we're growing up, which is kind of cool because I you know I'm pushing forty, <laughs> so, so it may be time. <laughs> uh, but anyway we we uh
0: says who
1: yeah i'm not really growing up i'm just getting older (laughs) we had an interesting week uh kind of weekend yeah well weekend playing off of yeah because the week wasn't interesting at all i was out of town you uh you kind of hung out around house and yeah uh but the weekend was kind of interesting because we talked about last time how do you come out to family members And that was in answer to someone's question. And so we covered that. But then we actually had come out to a family member who then, in turn, this past weekend, kind of, sort of.
0: Well, we didn't come out to him. He figured us out. Yeah, he figured us out. He just called us on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and then this past weekend, he kind of said, you know, hey, I kind of want to go check out that club with you guys sometime.
0: He's curious. Yeah,
1: he's curious. We don't know that he necessarily... He
0: doesn't know yet what yeah. he wants, but he knows he's interested.
1: Well, and he knows that the type of people who tend to be in kink are a lot of, you know, in a lot of cases, the type of people he wants to be around. Mm-hmm. Kind of open-minded, free-thinking, you know, yeah. uh, type of people. And, and he kind of digs that that group. So he's going to go to a munch with us on Saturday, and then we're going to go take him to the club Saturday night. That ought to be interesting. But... Uh, there there are some limits there that are interesting as well, specifically because...
0: Our parents are married.
1: Yeah, but they got married fairly recently. You're obviously in your 30s, and it's not like you guys grew up together.
0: What do you mean, obviously?
1: Okay. No, actually, according to...
0: <laughs> what the hell?
1: <laughs> According to the Microsoft thing, you're 27. So, That's right. So you're you're actually not
0: your... I, I was just saying that because yeah. it was I mean you kinda asked for that one. Yeah, I did.
1: Uh so anyway, you're in your 30s. Your your parents got married when you were what 31?
0: No, my parents got married when my mother was seventeen.
1: Okay. <laughs> your mom got remarried when you were what, 31? I was right?
0: twenty nine.
1: Bro, oh, okay, twenty nine. Uh wow, really? They've
0: been together no, wait. Time. I was I was almost 30. Yeah, I was 29. Huh, I'll be darned. Because you and I got married, and then they got married a few months later.
1: That's true. Uh, so anyway, it's not like you guys grew up together. You've known each other kind of at a distance for a long time, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I knew his name, and that was it. And yeah, he knew mine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he just told us, he said, you know, look, I don't want you guys to change what you're doing or be weird or uncomfortable at all because i'm going to be there and i'm like no it's cool man just understand that you know we'll give you the heads up we'll give you the forewarning that like if we're going to play that you know that way you can go hang out by yourself or you know go to a different room or turn your head or whatever but no i kind of refuse to uh change what we're going to do
0: well you have to so once you actually come out to a family member It's cool, unless it's not, which that's a whole other thing. I I have yet to come out to somebody close to me, family or not, that didn't take it well. Yeah. And so I don't know what it's like if they don't take it well. But um, this is the second time in my life I've come out to somebody and they've expressed their own interest. And so that's a whole different ballgame because that's when you have to make...
1: who was your first? My brother. Oh, that's right. (laughs) No, third. Thank you.
0: What third? Oh, you... Yeah,
1: but that oh. doesn't really count. Wait, oh, wait, since when don't I count?
0: I guess it counts. Okay, okay. fine.
1: Uh, so yeah, you've had a you've had a couple of of instances of this going on, and and yeah, fortunately, none of them have been bad yet. Yeah, and but you
0: do have to set your own boundaries. Yeah, and you have to have a totally, you almost have to negotiate these boundaries. It's it's a little strange like when this happened with my brother I was 19 maybe maybe I was 20 and so he was like yes I was 20 cuz he was 19 and we actually sat and talked and discussed exactly what we would do and you know giving each other ample warnings now i i decided when he was there i just wasn't going to play because it was a little weird not to mention that night uh, the first night it was a bunch of friends screaming oh my gosh your brother's here and i'm like yeah i'm aware
1: yeah which will not be the case in this one because first off nobody knows him nobody knows your relationship to him uh but yeah i mean we kind of we you know went outside had a talk for a while and you know kind of told him what to expect because he's familiar with the kink lifestyle
0: well he's seen it quite a bit
1: yeah uh, but he kind of saw the bad side of it
0: yeah he was he was at a couple of parties and events when he lived in another state yeah and he saw some things happening like complete consent violations right
1: and um, and people not respecting boundaries or and, his boundaries yeah, or for his that boundaries. matter so he
0: was a little concerned
1: Right. And so we just kind of had to quell those fears because I I, and I guess my experience obviously is very limited in this because, you know, our local play space is the only one I've been to. Uh, This community is the only one that I've known so far. And it's generally very well behaved, you know, with with very few exceptions. Our local community is very safe, very well behaved. And anything that happens at our local play space is... There's literally no exception. Like, safety is huge. Consent is massive. You don't screw around with that there. So Mm -hmm. I I guess I'm a little spoiled in that regard because that's the only one that I've ever known so far. But it's nice to know that we're going to walk him into that where, you know...
0: I've I've seen spaces where things weren't as safe... Um, and not meaning people weren't safe, just meaning sure. that there was a little more allowed. Sure. Um, and that people weren't, you know, but it's it's still like, I don't know, I don't know what kind of places he went to because wow. yeah, I mean that's some serious. Yeah, thing.
1: some of the stories he was telling us were, were actually like kind of frightening. like I, yeah. I, I can't I can't imagine a group of kinky people being okay with what he was doing. Or, or seeing rather.
0: No, I mean, some of the things that he has seen that he had concerns about, I can imagine. And if it were to happen to me or a friend of mine, somebody would be in jail.
1: Yeah, yeah, undoubtedly.
0: Most likely myself for assault.
1: I'm yeah.
0: <laughs> just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you've had a couple of experiences coming out to family members. I haven't yet. Really, the only family members that I talked to, however, I... Well,
0: your ex-wife.
1: Well, yeah, it's true. But, obviously, she knew. I mean... Yeah, I, I know. But, you know. yeah,
0: you still came out to your ex-wife with us. Yeah. But then she, in turn, did the same thing. So yeah. So, there's that.
1: Yeah. And so, not a not a big deal there. Um, and, and really, the only other family member that I talked to, I don't think... It, it, it's my dad. And I don't think he would care. No. I, now, no. I, my dad would probably be like, you know... Yay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Your dad would be like, woohoo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's that's kind of... That's that's dad. Yeah. It's interesting, though, that you do kind of have a whole secondary negotiation process where you do have to set those boundaries and, mm-hmm. and figure out... I, now, obviously, this really comes into play when you come out to a family member and then they, in turn, come out to you. But even if they're not coming out to you, you know, like, let's say... Let's say the doomsday thing happens, and we have to talk to your mom. I I've that's kinda, not a
0: doomsday thing at all. It's just well, something yeah. I don't want to do.
1: I think that it, the limit that we would have to negotiate there is: look, you want to know, we'll tell you, but we're only going to tell you once, and we're not going to continue to talk about it.
0: Well, I think just like somebody said to us uh, a few weeks ago, they said, "It's just like I tell anybody, I can tell you, I just can't untell you."
1: Yeah, that's uh, we we call that the tiny rule, and it's wonderful. Uh, it is probably the single best way to describe uh, the the process of coming out to someone because I don't I don't think people really people are curious a lot. You know, I, I have coworkers who are curious about what I do in my off time. I have friends who are curious about what I do in my off time. Like, I uh, well, it's on my Fet profile. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a saltwater hobbyist, and you know, I spend a lot of time with my my kind of reef crew and and hang hang out with them. And then when they get together, and they're all like, you know, hey, we're gonna get together on a Saturday night and you know talk about tanks. And I'm like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, because Saturday night is, uh, that's that's playtime, man. We're we're out. We're doing things. We're, and then
0: they always want to know, like, yeah. what do you guys do, Neve? Yeah, yeah. Usually there's no answer for that.
1: No. And I just, you know, so I've kind of had to kind of set my own limits there where I just tell them, you know, hey, every other weekend we, we have kids here. And so Saturday nights are my night with, with troubles. And, you know, we make sure to spend time together, which is usually the case. That That is not a lie. Yep. We, we do spend time together.
0: Absolutely. And sometimes
1: you spend time with other people and sometimes so do I. And
0: But we're, we're, we're together eventually yeah, we, at some point in the evening. Yep,
1: yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah, and so, so no, you, it's not a lie. And so you always have those kind of renegotiations and, and boundaries set in and what have you.
0: Um, well, with, with, with family members that turn out to be interested, you really do have to negotiate your own boundaries. Yeah. And you have to make them very clear. Just like with my brother, we had to make things very clear with each other. And that was that.
1: Right. And and kind of the same story with your stepbrother. We've, you know, very kind of frank conversation about here's what you could potentially see if you go out with us on saturday mm-hmm. you know and and cover the fact of uh, i may be playing with someone else so you're going to see me touching another woman who is not my wife you know which uh, to some people can be pretty weird
0: yeah. You know, uh, but he doesn't care so much about what you're doing. No,
1: no. And it, it was very much like, you know, he doesn't want to see you naked, which is cool. And so we told him, look.
0: I don't want him seeing me naked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And yeah, again, it, it, it's not like we grew up together or anything, but our parents are married. Yeah, and, so, yeah. and so it no. is It
1: is a little strange. Yeah. There. Um, you know, but, but by the same regard, if we find out that this is something that he is into and he decides to start coming out, uh, we're not going to change what we do because of that.
0: Well, it's just like my friend and her mother.
1: Yeah, exactly. There there are concessions that are given. And so that, that's a great example.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll just, do you want me to? Yeah, go ahead. So when I was um, younger, I was about 20 years old, I had made a friend. Somebody had introduced this mutual friend, and I'm gonna speed this up as quickly as I can. She and I got along really well, decided that um, we wanted to hang out more, be friends. Both found out that the reason probably why we liked each other is because we'd actually seen each other at a fetish party obviously she says come to my house i says yeah let's go hang out i come to her house she introduces me to her mother i take one look at her mother and i know her mother from the local kink club yeah so that was interesting and her mother right away said yes i'm aware of her and uh the reason why her mother found out is because not too long after she had turned 18 her mom had walked into a club and saw her daughter playing surprise yeah and she walked straight out the door (laughs) (laughs) waited for her daughter to finish and brought her outside and they had to have a discussion and they had a thing they would be at the same clubs together sometime and what they did was they would give each other ample warning and tell each other i'm going to play in about 10 to 20 minutes and that gave the other person plenty of time to get somewhere completely away right. and leave it at that. Because, you know, when they weren't playing, it's not a big deal. But when they were, it was kind of strange. Yeah. So they would leave each other alone. And there were certain things they didn't discuss.
1: Right. Well, of course. I mean, there, there's going to be things that we don't discuss, you know. Yeah. What we do behind closed doors at home is a completely different story than what we do out at the club. Yeah. And, you know, even what we do at... Uh, when we're at parties at friends' houses and whatever completely different story than the closed door stuff and and that stuff can stay between us and and whoever else that we decide to
0: well what we do in our private playtime i was just talking to somebody about this this week as they were saying you know when they play privately it, there's a completely different mindset and thing to it And they were talking about, you know, they feel more of a connection with the people that they play with. Um, And they feel like in some cases, not all, of course, it's even a little more intimate in a way. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that that actually makes perfect sense. And I agree. Yeah. So, no, I'm not going to sit there and tell my stepbrother about that part. Right. Because he doesn't have to know.
1: Right. Well,
0: Well, I mean, (laughs) mean, our audience doesn't even have to know.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and so, well, but I mean, it's even true. So, like, when you and I play and we play at home, obviously very very intimate things up to and including lots of sex happens but
0: well with you and i when we play at home bdsm and sex mix yeah i mean that's just all there is to it yeah uh
1: you know but but even like if if you or i are playing with someone else and we're at home there there is a different level that you can get to that you don't really get to in public
0: I think I'll just go along with like I said. I was talking to somebody about this. There is a different connection. Yeah, there's a little more. Uh, intimacy is the best word I can think of. Right. It's it, yeah. and it's
1: not necessarily intimate, but it know, is I mean, an
0: intimacy. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And and yeah, that's true. When when and not everybody feels that way. Sure. But that's how I take it.
1: Yeah, and that's and that is actually part of the reason why uh, you know. I may play with uh, one of our, our mutual partners. You know, mm-hmm. I I may play with her in public, and we'll have a great time. But what we do when we play here is a you know it's kind of a different story. There there are risks that we take here. There are boundaries that we push when we're behind closed doors at home that we're not comfortable doing in public. You know, and, and that's that's how. The, that's
0: how you work. Yeah. with her. Yeah, and that's it.
1: And so anyway. Um, and,
0: but, you know, playing in public is a lot of fun. There's a lot of things you can do that you can't do at home. Oh, yeah. In a with, good
1: public space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you, yeah. Have, when you have a gigantic warehouse room full of different, you know, implements and, yeah. and you know, crosses and, and whipping posts and what looks to be like a playground set of monkey bars... That thing was awesome, though. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, I
0: mean, you can't very well throw me against a wall at home.
1: No. But
0: you can. Oh, yes. At the
1: mark, because there's a padded wall. Yes. Yes. And, and I often do. Yes, you do. And so, anyway, uh, that, that all of that being said, you do have to establish your boundaries. And so, what we did was, went outside, had a very frank conversation last night, and just said, you know, look, here's, if you choose to stay in the room while we play, here's what you're going to see and so what we will do as a concession to that is if we're going to set up some play time you know come come saturday because we don't really go to the club and not play
0: no it doesn't happen
1: you know and so in order to make sure that we that we are still able to get what we need and yet you save your modesty around your stepbrother and he not have to get eye bleach we're we're just going to give him some heads up time and just be like you know hey we're going to be playing so Uh, might want to excuse yourself or or turn your back or what have you
0: go over there yeah stay there until we come get you
1: (laughs) yeah pretty much which is cool i mean we're very fortunate again that our public play space is it's very large it's uh, quite easy to get away from the dungeon area if you want to yes but even in the dungeon area like you and i could be on one side and he could turn his back and have all kinds of other stuff to to watch and whatever and never ever have to see us Mm -hmm. so that's it's very well designed in that fashion Mm -hmm. um so anyway that's uh that was our interesting weekend yeah and and a we we will let you know he's going to be with us this saturday like i said and so we're going to record on sunday because then I'm out of town on Monday again. But yeah,
0: we'll, so we need to, yeah, so we'll need to tell everybody on Sunday, how it went. Yeah,
1: and, and the continuing saga of uh, Stepbrother Goes to the King Club. So, see if
0: he is like... Well, no, that's not true, because he asked all the right questions. Yeah, he did. He's definitely in a good space to be able to kind of know what he's interested in. So, yeah, that's it's going to be really interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I mean, I like the fact that the three of us have a pretty good friendship anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I like the fact that, that he is getting out and he, he wants to be able to to meet people who are similar to what you would find in the king community, uh, you know, kind of as a general rule. And, and so it's it, it should be a great opportunity for him regardless. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: I think it'll be good for him. Yeah.
1: So uh, you may have noticed, if, if you were friends with Trebles and or I... On Fet, or if you've looked at our profiles recently, a change in status, and uh, uh, well, why don't, why don't you explain? Because you were, I had actually talked about it for a while, but I never changed it, and I'll get into my reasoning for why I hadn't changed it in a minute. But you changed yours first, so you, so you get to explain.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this just really quickly and make it really easy by saying what my role says on Fet you really shouldn't give a crap about. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the bottom line. Imagine. And too many freaking people do. They see me listing my role as submissive and immediately think they have a right to talk to me in a certain way. Yeah. And people are way too dang hung up on what somebody puts on an online profile. Yeah. It is like, wow, stupid. So I changed it to Kingster because you need to shut up.
1: Yeah, one. Well, Kingster is kind of like a very safe, very generic thing. Exactly. You, know, you like kinky things.
0: Yep, okay, I do. Cool.
1: Um, you know, but, but
0: and, and that's just that's really all there is to it. Right. People are way too freaking hung up on what you put on an online profile.
1: And so I actually had mine set as Dom um, for quite a while. Ever since I figured out I wasn't actually a switch, uh, so unfortunately. That's not actually the case. Like I, I am your dom, but I am not typically a dom.
0: You're a top in one way or another every time.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm always on the top side. But other than that, I, I, I identify as a number of different things, largely depending on my mood. Um, you
0: have a primal side. You yeah. have a top side. You have a Domley McDomerson side. I do. Yeah. You even have a sadist side.
1: I do not. I'm, oh,
0: BS.
1: Okay, I do. It's usually accompanied by giggles.
0: You have a rope top side. You I have do. a rigor side. <laughs>
1: uh, well, eventually. I, I, I want to have a rigor side. I'm, I'm working I, my way.
0: It, you're getting there with that.
1: Yeah. Um, it's
0: there. You just haven't
1: actually let it out. Yeah, there we go. And so I I ended up changing mine over to Kingster as well because I it's uh, th- there seems to be this certain expectation and I think this goes along with what you were saying where people put way too much weight into whatever you put on a FET profile
0: yeah it's ridiculous and
1: so when I would make kind of joking comments or Troubles and I would poke back and forth at each other or whatever then people were like I can't believe you're letting your submissives talk to you like that blah 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 you're what? You're not a dot well first off go screw yourself.
0: Second off, you don't know our dynamic.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and finally, so I, the reason why I was a little hesitant to change it, however, is because I'm also involved in another kinky community underneath the same name. And so it's frequent that people will see my name there, they'll go look on Fet, and they'll say, oh, okay, he's a dom. Here I can read about them. Now I kind of know a little bit more about who's talking here. And so I was a little bit hesitant to change it, only because when I when I speak in that community, it's almost entirely kind of as a dom. Yeah, as a dom. And, and so there, because of people's hangups with titles and what have you, what I didn't want to get is then somebody going to my Fet profile saying, "Oh, well, he's just a kingster. He doesn't know how to be a dom." well yeah okay whatever you know the the end result is and and this in general kind of uh, you know this is rant time okay
0: do it all
1: right so I have a bit of a rant about people who identify as Dom's and 99% of this rant comes from the fact that my two mentors kicked my ass when I first got into this When they both found out you know one of of them identifies as a master and not like 19 year old master Uh, you know he is pushing 60 he's been doing this for the better portion of his life and he identifies as a master because others have have called him that because of his abilities and he's really freaking good at what he does the other one very definitively, uh, also a master, but primarily a dom side. Uh, he, his his Coward slave, you know, very similar to to what you and I are, where he is master to her, but nobody else. Where I, whereas I am dominant to you and nobody else, uh, but he is very much dom across the board. And so both of them drilled it into my head that it doesn't matter how good you are with toys or whatever else none of that shit matters at all unless you are first and foremost a really good Dom to your submissive or a really good top to your bottom and that means giving a shit that means taking care of your partner first and foremost that means not being so hung up on, you know, being a true dominant or a true submissive that you completely ignore the fact that none of that shit matters. And so I'm seeing a lot more here lately of these people who are like, you know, I'm a dom and I, I'm an old school dom or I'm I'm an old guard dom. And, and yet they want to be mentally abusive fuckheads to their younger submissive. Or, or they're not younger submissive. You know, somebody who's newer, somebody who's not newer. It, just across the board, these people are—they're kind of pissing me off. You know, and, and I don't—I don't claim to be the be-all end all of of dom knowledge. That's not my role. But I do take what I do and my where I identify very seriously because of my responsibility to my partners. You know first and foremost obviously to you but even when i was really really new at this and you were kind of my my sole source of information you had told me in no uncertain terms you know look at some point you're going to play with other people and i expect you to take care of them the same way you take care of me and you know kind of give them that same respect because it's an exchange thing. They have offered themselves to me for a period of time. They have put their trust into me for a period of time, whether that is an hour or two hours or a lifetime, then I, at a bare fucking minimum, owe them the, the, the same amount of respect and, and the same courtesies that they have given to me. And I'm not seeing that shit from people right now.
0: Well, that's don't
1: sweeping. No, okay. Yeah, sweeping. generalizations are bad. I am seeing an outpouring of really fuckhead self-identified DOMs. That's fair. Anyway, and I think that that's the end of my rant. But but that just that's really been kind of getting to me lately.
0: We've seen quite a few of them lately, and unfortunately, we've seen a few of them hit a little too close to home because friends have been affected by it. Yep, and that's a problem. That is something you will see, but you will see it on both ends. Oh, of course. You will see doms who say that they're a dom, but end up being complete emotional manipulators. You will see submissives who say that they're submissives, but end up being complete emotional manipulators. Sure. Um, That's just something that happens, and that's unfortunate. Um, But it it is it's a responsibility thing. It's a personal responsibility. Yep. You, on your end, have a personal responsibility to me or who you play with whereas I on my end also have a personal responsibility to you or to who I play with right you know just because they topped me doesn't mean that I don't need to check on them right and find out if they're okay and how they're doing and make sure that everything is out in the open and we've communicated
1: well and and I think that that hits on another point is that this whole respect thing the whole taking care of your partner thing goes back to in in a lot of times when that isn't happening from either side it's a lack of communication Mm -hmm. And, and whether that lack of communication is one side not telling the other or hiding something or whatever or sometimes it's one side not giving enough of a damn to ask and that bothers me Probably just as much as somebody choosing to be, uh, you know, choosing to not communicate is the other side not caring enough to ask.
0: It is so important, no matter what side you're on, and no matter how long you've been in this community, to know the signs of an emotional manipulator. Yep. Because typically, if somebody's manipulating your emotions, the next step is they're going to start abusing them. Right. And that's just the truth. And so it is really important to know those signs and know when to back away and say that's enough. It's also important to know if you see those signs, know when to talk about it, and see if you can put a stop to it. Yeah. You know, but sometimes you can't, and where we've seen that happen now. Right. You know, and that's really unfortunate.
1: And and that's not to say that somebody who's doing it can't turn it around. They may.
0: Yeah, they can. Sometimes people do it and they don't know. Yeah. You know it, there it's not it's not there's not one formula for it here
1: yeah most definitely but anyway that's neither here nor there i suppose it was just kind of a a thing that's been uh, burning my ass for the past couple of weeks as, as i i've seen i've seen so the other community that i was talking about a bit yeah. ago there, there was a story the other day about uh so well, i submissive asked a question whether or not a dominant could be truly monogamous with as far as say submissive goes like they they wanted they were curious whether or not there are any doms who don't have more than one submissive and and so you saw like a thousand comments there from other doms going uh yeah yeah you know and 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 a few of us explaining look you know and and so my answer was you know look i i have one submissive I have a number of people with whom I play, a couple of them I consider to be play partners. You know, we're really, really close. And you know, we, we talk a lot and it's it is a, a relationship in and of itself, but it's not my primary relationship. But likewise, even with my closest of play partners, they're not my submissive. You know, there there is a definite disconnect there. With the relationship that I have with them versus the relationship that I would have with you, even outside of the fact that you and I are married. Yep. So anyway, I just it's been bugging me, and I had to throw it out there. And and so if you are being an emotionally manipulative dickhead, please stop.
0: Is that your PSA? It is. Okay.
1: <laughs> I think
0: the reason why you're ranting about it is because it's hitting home right now. Because we've yeah. seen it. We've seen it over the past few weeks. It's been. It's been a thing, and it's been something that you and I have had to help people through. Right. And something that, you know, you and I have had to deal with quite a bit. And so it kind of makes you angry. Yeah,
1: it does. And and the closer that you get... And, and so I think that this is, this is one of those times when, I, I, without going into too much detail, because there's no reason to you develop dynamics so you and i obviously have our dynamic yeah and then in in some cases i have a dynamic with another person you have a dynamic with another person in some cases we jointly have a dynamic with the same person Mm -hmm. and and so that's that's not to say But that
0: doesn't mean it's a full on ds dynamic no
1: no No. absolutely not it is just a dynamic yes um and so again this goes like it's gonna sound borderline poly or whatever, and that's not not at all what I'm talking it's about.
0: It's our it's our it's our hetero flexible non poly triad. Yes, <laughs> that, that is actually a fetish
1: on FetLife. You can feel free to add it if if it applies to you. Um, and, and so we have a a very close friend who is a friend to both of us she's also a play partner to both of us we jointly among the three of us have a dynamic however she is not involved in our dynamic yeah and so you know it just and so when you get friends especially who get to be that close and and things go wrong with them not not that anything's going wrong with her uh, you know, but yeah, but,
0: she's not the one. Something went wrong with, no, but no, <laughs> she's but, a good example. Yeah,
1: but God forbid she was, because I'd be killing a motherfucker. Yeah, um, you know, and, and that's ju- that's just as you get close with people in the community, you you find new friends and you do develop your dynamics with those people. These things become more and more prevalent. They they become kind of impossible to ignore, and you don't want to ignore them. Mm-hmm. And so, I, actually, I, I guess. I would kind of urge you to keep your eye open, make sure that your eye, you only have one. Eyes. Yeah, keep your eyes open and you know, watch for behavior changes. Watch for people who are and especially if they're going through a period of uncertainty, whether it's uncertainty about their role or, you know, the people that they're with or what have you as they're going through those fluctuating periods this is a great opportunity for you as as an individual and 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 often oftentimes as a couple mm-hmm. you know to to be able to kind of spot things because it's a great system of checks and balances that you and i have where i may see something and you're and you didn't see it or i think i see something and you tell me that it's not what it what it appears you know so we those of us who are couples we have kind of a distinct advantage of being able to um I don't know. We we can be really good friends in that regard. You know? Yeah. You and I are super protective of our friends. And and we're, you know, the ones, the people that we do let in and and develop true lasting friendships with, you know, they're they're like family to us. And so, you know, we're just, I'm tired of seeing people get screwed over right now. And it's kind of pissing me off. Anyway, end of rant.
0: (laughs) It's... It, like I said, it's because it's hitting so close to home that it's become such a problem. Yeah, but it's 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 also a good thing to be able to talk to each other when you have friends, whether you have friends that are another couple or a friends that's not, you know, part of a couple and you see something going on, it's good to be able to talk to each other about it because yeah. there there have been cases where you have talked to me about what you saw and I've said, that's ah, not exactly the way it is. There have been cases where I've talked to you about what I saw. Yeah. And you've said that's not the way it goes. Um, in the specific cases we're talking about, though, there were some definite red flags and we did, unfortunately, call them right. Yep. And so that's sad
1: yeah so keep your eyes open take care of your friends that mm, you know
0: been nice if we were wrong
1: yeah <laughs> yeah there are very few cases in which i want to be wrong and this is the these are those these, cases these have definitely yeah. been those um but anyway take care of your friends and, and and again this kind of goes back to something that troubles and i both urge is be active in your community um you know be, get out know people find find kindred souls because
0: have freaking fun
1: yeah yeah and you know that's that's kind of why we do what we do anyway I think that should wrap us up are I, we
0: done I think we're kind of done after that PSA yeah we're done
1: anyway th- thanks for humoring my rant it's okay um, yeah well you and everybody else too
0: yeah So I'm saying it's okay for them too oh okay because they're listening this far did it you, was okay did you
1: get their consent to tell them? I did Oh, okay. they all told me alright good uh, so anyway, we are Ty the Cast which means you could probably find us at tythenotcast at gmail.com. You can also find us, of course, on FetLife at fetlife.com slash tythenotcast. Uh, we are also on SoundCloud. And for those of you who are iTunes users, you can now find Tie the Nightcast, uh via iTunes.
0: Uh, and that'll be very beneficial for a certain person who's yes. been asking about the iTunes feed. Yes. So we actually go. have it now. I hope you're happy. Yeah.
1: You're so going to get beaten for that. He
0: knows who he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Were well, you saying you or him?
1: No, you are so going to
0: That's get That's what I mean. Are you going to do it or is he? Oh, no, he will. Okay. That's what know. I was asking. No, I'll, I'll stand
1: downstairs and cheer. <laughs> Egg them on.
0: Scream hitter harder again. <laughs> Pretty much. It's so funny.
1: Anyway, that is Trebles. I am Neve. Say goodbye, Trebles.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are Ty the Notcast. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Bye bye